On this episode of Nerds Talking the Podcast, we have an Australian on the show. That's right, all the way from Down Under. And we also talk about Heart of Stone, the new movie featuring Gal Gadot on Netflix. And top five Australians, actors, singers, comedians, and anyone else. And we end the show with the nerds doing accents. What can go wrong? All that and more on this episode of Nerds Talking the Podcast. Now start the show. Nerds Talking the Podcast. Yo! We talk about lightsabers, stunning your TV screens, what you want to stream, everything beyond your dreams. Want to talk about movies, sports, or even politics. Go ahead and tune into us, we'll give you all of it. Whatever you're debating, Xbox or PlayStation, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC. Teraflops when the movie drops, gigabytes, chips, RAM, no matter what it is, we got all of it. Welcome to the show. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Welcome to Nerds Talking the Podcast. Another day, I guess, because now it's two times a week. Another episode. I'm here with Carlos, Johnny, Laura, and I'm Lafayette, and we have ourselves a special guest all the way from down under, from Australia, from the show Pop. Is it Pop Culture Oz? Pod. Pod Culture Oz. There you go. Pod Culture Oz. With your host, it's Philippa. Philippa, yeah. Perfect. And Nick and Dave. All right. Fan. Yeah, Nick and Dave aren't here. Dave's not here. Nick and Dave. Yeah. Nick. Uh Johnny, you'll be Dave. Carlos, you'll be Nick. We'll go from there. Yep. So it's just me and me and Laura and with the with pod culture (laughs) Oz. We're gonna reverse it. So whoever's playing Nick just has to talk about the emergent themes of the episode because he's a former academic and like that's what he does. Oh, Ooh. that's me then. That's absolutely mm. me. They're both he, he writes of... notes as we talk. So he would set someone up at the end of the episode. So I'm glad someone does that. No, that's oh. not them. No. Carlos, you're the academic between me and you? Hey, you, you have a you paid for degree. You, you let's mailed it in. You mailed your counts. check. They mailed it... you a degree. That's, that's what happened. I, I, but the check cleared is what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, you can be. You, can you be win. You can... <laughs> so That's so... academics, bitch. <laughs> anyway, yeah. thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, Carlos and I met online in a podcast forum, I don't know, about two years ago. And we've been talking about this for a while. So it's really exciting to be here. There we go. That's cool. Long right? time in the making. Absolutely. What, ta- what time and what day is it in Australia? It's Thursday afternoon, 12 p.m. <laughs> You're oh, in uh, the future. future. Yeah, but in November, though. So figure that shit out. <laughs> is it? Is it? Hmm. Is it better to be in the future or the past? Uh, better to be in the future. I don't know because now we can mess up your past, your future. I mean, because we're in the past. No, I think I'm messing up your future. I'm not. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is true. Well, not the first time a woman's told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good job, Nick. All right, uh, Philip. Real quick, I, I want to know about the critters in Australia. I always read about them, hear about them, like. Uh, is there a tarantula in every corner or is there pythons coming out of the toilet? Yeah, so we do have a very long list of deadly spiders and snakes. And as long as you're smart and avoid them and don't antagonize them if you see them, you'll be okay. Uh, having said that, I did go into anaphylaxis from a spider bite that was inside my clothing when it was on a clothesline. So, mm. you know, you just have to be careful. Um, the drop bears, on well, the other hand, absolutely real. Avoid at all costs. Be careful when you're bushwalking. What area in Australia are you in? I'm in Sydney. Sydney, okay. Yeah, so, so the, like, the, Coast, the two parts area. that anyone knows, Sydney and Perth, that's all anyone knows. Well, so, Perth is West Coast, Sydney's East yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. Melbourne people will be so upset you say that because Melbourne's like our second biggest Sydney. I was going to say, Melbourne. also on yeah, the East Coast. Yeah, and people in Melbourne are like, oh, there's this huge rivalry between Sydney and Melbourne, you know, but we've got great better cafes and better nightlife and better theatres. And like people are sitting like, yeah, Melbourne's nice, whatever. We don't have a rival. We don't care. We nothing them. You don't have a giant <laughs> opera house that appears in every movie ever. They don't, they so... don't have a harbour. There you go. They're about the only capital city in Australia that doesn't have a harbour. Huh. Uh, Brisbane's got um a river, oh, Brisbane, um, yeah. which is quite Brisbane, nice yeah. now. That's a city but, um, I've also heard of. Melbourne has a bit of an inferiority complex. So, they, yeah, they do have nice cafes and they do have art galleries and they do have a good theatre life. But they're the ones that are so building up this city, intercity rivalry and Sydney people are like, yeah, we don't care. 
<laughs> I like how the one side just doesn't care, and the other side's like, "We are better than you." Because know they're better. One That's is why. clearly the superior. Yeah. 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 And I, just, I like how Sydney's like, "Yeah, we accept it. We don't care. Thanks." It's cool. well, as I said, we kind of nothing. It. I've got friends who live in Melbourne, and I go down there and I visit them, and I have a good time. But I'm really happy to come home. Yes. Do you bring a bag of spiders and throw her on them and then run away? I don't touch spiders. I'm a Damn bit of arachnophobe. <sighs> um, even before I got my one. Uh, but uh, I, I respect the wildlife and avoid it. I don't respect spiders. Just, no, just no, right, Red. Johnny? They can all go. They can all the go. The worst seriously. thing is, so we have these big, like huge hand-sized spiders called huntsmen, and they're like a non-venomous tarantula or something, and they're freaky. Like they are just horrifying. And I, <laughs> I used to live in a share house when I was at uni, and all of us would just go like hysterics when we saw our huntsman because we we're all pretty arachnophobic and we had a friend who lived the street straight over um one of my flatmates would say call this guy and say can you just remove the spider i'm like thinking kill it and he'd just like it was a real hippie and he'd let it loose in our garden again i'm like don't do that it's just gonna come straight <laughs> into the house <laughs> so we're like dude if you want to release the spiders release it in your own garden and she's like okay i'll do that i could tell you this um you're not selling Australia to me so far. I'm yeah, we don't not, want you to. Not going. Okay. Yeah, not coming. Um, <laughs> I mean, spiders as big as my hands. I mean, oh, good heavens. But no. they're non-venomous. That's the thing about that, that about uh, funnel, uh, not funnel, oh, avoid funnel whips. No, huntsmen. Funnel uh, whips. These are names I don't want to go with. Is a huntsman, is no. a funnel whip. There's I went to the county whip. fair and I had a funnel whip. <laughs> Did you have so a funnel whip? Yeah. A dull funnel whip? Was it a dull? <laughs> That's yeah, whip. I... You don't want to get bitten by what a funnel whip. What is a funnel whip? Bad. Is that a spider also? Funnel whip? Yeah, funnel whip. Yeah, whip. absolutely. Oh, it's one of it's one of the top ten most deadly spiders. Oh, we don't As know that here. Bat. We have like little kid like spiders the size of like nickels or well, like, I guess N- nickel. Please, come on, they're way bigger. <laughs> than nickel, please. Good so, one. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, you have um a spider that has a red marking on the back. I think it's a yes, yeah, like a widow. Yes, the brown recluse. Oh, the yeah. Brown so we have recluse. a version of that called redback. That's very, very deadly. We had brown recluses in our house, and right when I had a baby, and I was like, "Nope," and I, we had to call it exterminator. I guess. And it I guess the thing about helped. Australia is, um, it's like the biggest island and the smallest continent. So it was isolated for so long that everything grew up in isolation. You know, evolved in isolation, and that's how you get things like a platypus. Um, you know, <laughs> which it has poisonous true. spurs and it lays eggs and it's a mammal and right. you know it's crazy people didn't believe it existed when when Europeans went back and went we found this thing it's like duck build and it has spurs and it lays eggs and it's it feeds its young milk and everyone went no that's not a thing and <laughs> no that's not a thing uh, like the botanists and stuff took photos uh, like drawings back of of, of um, platypuses and they're like people in Europe went that doesn't exist like that's it so, really that, does that's a plot um, line to up right like that's why the dude went crazy he's like I gotta prove it exists he's looking for uh, that platypus honestly if you read um Terry Pratchett's book um The Last Continent which is <laughs> and there's a lot of very Australian stuff in it and one of them is how they were trying to the wizards are trying to draw it duck by committee and they end up with a platypus so <laughs> it's very funny i read uh bill bryson's book in a sunburnt country um that's really good it's a travel book about australia and he talks about how he opens it with australia is such a dangerous place that their prime minister in the 70s or 80s just like straight disappeared oh in like, the 60s yeah harold holt um, yeah he was a known surfer and he went surfing on a day when there was a a very big surf after a storm and he vanished he was warned by people the beach was closed so we have lifeguards on our surf beaches and the beach was closed and people said to him don't go in and he did he goes oh no no i'll be fine you know typical decayed alpha male (laughs) and he drowned you hear that johnny that's right Really, Johnny, but Johnny, you wouldn't surf after a storm when the beach was closed would you you're not that dumb I'm pretty dumb sometimes. Yeah, go ahead. Kangaroos like everywhere. Um, look, they don't go down the main streets or anything. But I live. Um, where we moved. Um, last well, about twelve months ago. Um, into a suburban area, so yeah, about forty minutes outside the CBD, and there are nature reserves around, and I see kangaroos and wallabies sometimes in the nature reserves, or sometimes dead on the road. So there are they are around. Are they really super buff? I've seen pictures of like buff ass kangaroos. 
Like just uh, like they go I mean, to the gym. There's metal that are hopping, you know? That's that's muscular no, work. Every day is leg day for kangaroos. Seriously. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, a type of kangaroo, and I don't know the species, but there's some of them are like spend their time fighting, like they punch each other. And that's where the nickname the boxing kangaroos comes from. Huh. But I think I think they're the, the ones in Central Australia. They're pretty big subspecies. I think they're the big greys. Johnny, I'm not a botanist. Do you have an Australian question? No, I just want to know more about these boxing kangaroos. Like, if oh. they're gangs, like, is it like a West yeah, Side Story so. fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's videos of of a, a kangaroo that punches people, <laughs> and it like, gets pretty deadly, right? Because they can get on their tail and just kick the shit out of you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. They kill people. Yeah, that's why they say don't go near them. But they're oh, adorable, part- though. It's like, yeah, if you were to like get punched in the nuts by a, a bunny or something like that, not expected, but uh, no, they'd be more likely to do it in the head, and you'd be dead. Oh Jesus! Okay, all right. I like how we have like one that. Australians. We're like, we're gonna ask you everything about Australia. It doesn't matter what it is. We got you here now. Does the water really go the opposite direction in the toilets? I guess you wouldn't know. You haven't been stateside. Uh, look, I don't know. I I don't know if that's actually true, but I do know that. On the equator, it it doesn't go down like on a ship. It won't go down the sink. Really? Yeah. Is it because the Earth is flat? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Do <laughs> you didn't know that academic? <laughs> <laughs> okay. My question is: Please tell the audience what Pod Culture Oz is about. Okay, so it is a podcast that is about genre fiction. And what we do, and we're monthly-ish, which means at the moment it's about every two months because it's very hard to get my co-hosts together to do it. But every month we look at a different genre fiction trope and we explore how that trope is um, handled across different formats. So literature, movies, TV, gaming, and that's tabletop gaming and computer gaming. And in one notable episode, we even talked about musicals. So that was really exciting for me. Um, and so examples would be uh, our first major, and we did an intro episode, but my first major episode was looking at a mega point theory, which is um, the evolution of humanity to have psychic powers. And that's actually how the podcast came about because, and this is my story, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, I was watching the TV show Sense8, uh, which was on Netflix. It was a Wachowski show about, you know, people having mind powers and being in a cluster of eight people and they can switch in and out of each other's bodies and use powers and stuff. And I was watching it going, this is really similar to a book series I've read by Julian May. And in Australia it was called Saga of the Exiles. I think in America it was called the Pliocene Saga. And people time travelled back to the Pliocene era and they had, you know, psychic powers. And it was actually an eight-book series. There was another four books where it talked about how humanity was saved from self-destruction by intervention by aliens. And then like it became a looping time travel sequence, but it was the mind powers part of it that I was really interested in because it was based on theories by a Jesuit priest called um, Pierre Talhard de Chardin and like Catholic church is like, yeah, we're not going with this shit. And scientists have since disproved it, like saying that's not going to happen. Disappointing. Right. But it, um, it's great for speculative fiction. And so I was like, this stuff in Sensate is really like the Julian May stuff, a completely different story. But the way they talked about the powers and, and how people could, you know, come together, you know, some kind of meta concert to be um, greater than their individual powers and work together and stuff, that is was was from Julian May. But Julian May was obviously using Pierre Tolhard de Chardin's powers. Anyway, I'm like, why is every single interview with Wachowski is just talking about how did you come up with the title Sensei and not talking about the theories behind the show? And I was just whinging to some of my friends about going, well, this is just boring. I don't care about the stupid title of the show. I want to know about the ideas behind it. And my friends went, well, why don't you do something about it? I'm like, well, maybe I will then. And it took me a little while to get back together and do some research. And I'm like, well, I could do a blog, but you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to teach myself how to podcast. So I did that. And and I also realized I couldn't do like endless podcast episodes about Sense8. So I thought, all right, well, every episode will do a different topic. So we've got one on fairy tales and we've got one on the politics of superheroes. And we've got one on when artificial intelligence goes rampant. And we've got all kinds of stuff. And I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> I made sure I had at least 20 topics before I started. And awesome. I, the spreadsheet that's, grows. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds, I mean, very heavily researched. Sounds like it's a lot of work that goes into that's every episode. That's why we didn't yeah. want to do a weekly podcast. You know, it does take time to research. Um, and we try to get guests in who've got other areas of interest. So uh, when we did the politics of superheroes, um, it was actually a former flatmate of mine, but he writes comics. So he was our guest. And um, the most recent episode that we've done now, which is actually on adaptations. So not about a specific genre. We just looked at how um, one text can be adapted between formats. So a book to TV or a game to a TV show or whatever. Like we did talk about The, the Witcher and a few other things. Um, and so the, I guess that time was from another podcast, but she's gone quite heavily into adaptations. She's from a romance podcast. And, yeah, so it's just good to have your experts on or people who've got an interest in a particular area to to join us. Wow, research and guests. And That's preparation. Hats off. That's a lot of work. And I've talked about, you know, we'll keep doing as long as it's fun and interesting. And um, originally I was splitting episodes up into different parts, like part one, part two. Um, I just decided I didn't want to do that. I, you know, we can be a little bit less frequent but give people an entire episode at once because I don't want to wait a month for part two. But also I just think it's a bit more, in our case, a bit more respectful for the audience. They can, like, our episodes are long, you know, they're two hours long. People who want to listen are prepared to listen to a two hours, you know. They don't need to listen to one hour this month, one hour next month. They're they're willing to listen to the full thing, you know, in their car or what is they're doing their housework or whatever, and they don't need to wait for the second half. Yeah, I mean, people who are going to listen are going to listen. It doesn't matter the length. Yeah. If you're interested in the subject matter, you're going to tune in. And, you know, they can break it up themselves. They can pause it exactly. and then come back from it. So, yeah. And I listen to long podcasts boat. myself. So I'm I'm happy Same. to listen to deep dive podcasts. And Same. I do it about TV shows sometimes or about other topics. Um, So I think, look, there's an audience out there for that. So, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you prepare your podcast. We just come on. We tell ourselves the day before, what do you guys want to talk about? We talk about it. That's pretty much and it. And there's value in that too. That's a different type of podcast. And I enjoy listening to podcasts like that too. Yeah. We just, preparation is not Johnny's strong point. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, oh, I get it. So you spend all your time uh, doing research and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, doing all this stuff for your podcast. And when you want to feel dumb, mm-hmm. you just turn on nerds talking the podcast. No, you turn on Johnny talking. <laughs> Well, why, we... why don't I punch you more often is my question. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to take a break here and we'll be right back here on Nerds Talking a Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Gerald from the Video Game Podcast. And here's my buddy, Mike. Hey, how you doing, man? We talk video games. That's right. Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, what's coming out, what's new, old school, Genesis, Nintendo 64. Don't forget about Sega Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, and of course, Super Nintendo. We also tell you why video games are lame and how you're a loser for playing them, especially into your 40s. Loser. What is wrong with you? Get a job. Get a life. Play with your kids. Go outside. Get a hobby. Maybe go out and make, kill some squirrels and then stuff them and put them on top of your fireplace. I do that. It's kind of fun. You should do it too. There's so much more to life. Like Nerds Talking the Podcast. New episodes every Friday. Where you find your podcast. Nerds Talking the Podcast. We're listening to it right now because this ain't even real. That's right. Back to the show. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, turn on notifications, tell your friends. Every Tuesday and Friday, new episodes of Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Laura, Carlos, Johnny, Felipa, and I am Lafayette. And we are going to jump into the top five Australians. That's right. I would like your to... Top five? Which like what would uh, you like to that, do? Would, uh, yeah, but I would like to correct you. I believe you mispronounced your name. Is that is correct? It, is it how do you Philippa, say Philippa? You idiot. I did I say Philippa? Yeah, Philippa. you said Philippa. Like like Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, Wiz Philippa. Wiz Philippa. <laughs> I said it wrong as well, and you you gave us the correct pronunciation and I made a mental note of it. Thank so you, Laura. I wanted to correct yeah. Philippa. Accent on the first syllable. And now we got our top five Australians. What's your top five favorite Australian people? Hopefully you know mm-hmm. them. Hopefully you know Australians. So I guess we're gonna start with we're not gonna start we're not gonna start with Philippa because I mean I think for you it's easy. That's like so mom, go dad, your five friends. Uh, my, my <laughs> friends. <laughs> your mom, <laughs> you know. your dad, you know. Nick, Dave, you know, five people I know. 
we'll start with uh, we'll go around the horn like typical. We'll start with Carlos. Carlos, give me a top five Australian. Five in though? no particular order. Steve Irwin, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Mel Gibson, and the Healers. Who's the that? Healers. So what the fuck is the Healers? Yeah, what the fuck's the Healers? The band? You don't know who the Healers are? Uh, mm-hmm. no. Bandit, what? Chili, Bluey, and Bingo. The ah, Healer family. Bluey. Uh, you know what? Get the fuck out. What the fuck? Is that? <laughs> I think they're dogs. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> the cartoon dogs. I mean, we said top five Australian people. And they're Australians. Dogs. And you I didn't have say to people. Tell you that technically, Russell Crowe is from New Zealand. That's true. Is he really? Russell Crowe is Yeah, we're only claiming Aussie-ish. he's done something good. And if he's doing something terrible, we go, oh, he's from New Zealand. Oh, you guys are one of those. <laughs> you bandwagon Auss- Aussies. I got you. Mm. I got you. Well, he All grew right. up here. Um, oh, from oh like- he did? Well, from primary school there? or high school or something, but his family is from New Zealand. Oh, in fact, about? his cousins used to play first grade cricket for the New Zealand cricket team. Uh, Martin Crow and someone else Crow. Huh. All right. Martin Crow. Somebody else Crow. I like it. I can't, well, I only remember Martin, but I think he's, he had another brother who play, played for New Zealand as well. Give me your top five Australians. That's not Russell Crowe. He's New Zealand. He's a Kiwi. Yeah. Don't say Russell Crowe. He was not one through Bluey. four, so fuck. <laughs> he was your entire list. Yeah. Uh, wow. Robert Whitaker. What? Is a UFC fighter from Australia. Oh, well, you suck at this. All right. Yeah. Well, um, Laura, top five That's it, One person? <laughs> well, his other four were one guy from New Zealand. So, <laughs> <laughs> so was it? Really, he's not really. He sucks at this. He sucks at everything. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Laura, top five Australia. I'm going to borrow a little bit from Carlos's list as well, but my top number one, Hugh Jackman. I mean, who who doesn't love Hugh Jackman, right? I mean, just so charming, so funny, uh, can sing. Uh, Rebel Wilson, I love her. I think she's very funny. She got skinny now, and I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, and then, I mean, Mel Gibson, who doesn't love Mel Gibson, despite, you know, some things. And I just recently learned, as in quickly Googled it, that Jeffrey Rush is Australian. I didn't know that. I always assumed that he was British. And I really enjoy him. He's got a, a certain it factor. And then, I mean, Crocodile Dundee, right? I mean, I don't remember the actor's, name. What's the actor's name. Paul Hogan. Sure. Him. Uh, there we go. Is that five? Interesting. I think it is. That is five. I thought that for sure five. Johnny would have had Angela White on his list. Don't know who that is, but that's right. Angela White. I do know who Angela White is, but I I mean, I'm not hearing her talk, right? When I'm watching her movies. (laughs) Well, you're hearing her some sounds. (laughs) Yes. Angela White. The number one female porn star in the world currently. Now I'm gonna O face in in Australian is I it's a normal O face. So all right. Well, let's go. Um, I'll throw some at you. Uh, we'll go with um, Kylie Minogue. Um, Keith Urban. Shocked you've heard of her, but yeah, okay. Um, Simon Baker. Interesting. uh, Heath Ledger. Oh yeah. ACDC. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty much. Oh, the Hemsworths. How we can, how oh, can I forget right. the Hemsworths? The Hemsworths. Well, Chris. Um, Liam. Liam's, well, he, you know. He's, uh, he's nobody's favorite. Come on. And how the about, oldest Hemsworth was really good in Westworld and a few other things. Oh, that's right. The older Hemsworth. How about Kate Blanchett? She's great. Um, And uh, I guess the last one I'll give you is um, Julian Assange. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an Aussie. Philippa, <laughs> what is your top five? Or just well, name I wasn't some prepared Aussies. for this, so uh, this is American. Like, I mean, you should mm. know this. I mean, someone said, "Give me your top five Americans." Yeah, you can just go I through your phone. Go, yeah, just go through your phone. <laughs> yeah. My friend, um, my friend oh, Jerry. First of all, I'm going to say the Matildas, who are the women's soccer team. Who, in case you're not aware, we've got the World Cup going on, women's World Cup going on in Australia at the moment. No Australian soccer team has got to the finals at all, and they won their quarterfinals, and last night they lost their semifinal versus mm. England, but they've done better than any Australian soccer team ever, and awesome, well done to them. 
Uh, I was actually at a writer's conference on the weekend and we had our gala dinner with the awards going on on Saturday night and the quarterfinal was on at the same time and every table around the room had people on their phones and every so often cheers would burst out around the room. Oh, sorry. Cheers would burst out around the room as the Matilda scored a goal and it was like nil all and then went into extra time, still nil all, like world's most exciting game, right? And then they went to penalties and the penalties went on for more than half an hour because it went to 10 per side. Damn. And the Matildas won that one. So that was like, well done them. And you mentioned Kate Blanchett. I'm a big fan of hers and what she does with the theatre. Kathy Freeman, who is um, the first Australian woman to win the 100 metres and she won it in Sydney Olymp- the Sydney Olympics. I have to say Dave, who helped me massively. Dave, Dave made it. Yeah, there you go, Dave. You made a top five list. I broke my arm really, really badly last year and spent six months in the cast and couldn't have got through daily life without him helping me so like, how'd you break you know, your arm i broke my humerus upper arm hey. horrific mm. do not do it can't recommend how'd you no. do it oh well it was very glamorous i caught my foot on a box tripped and slammed into the wall at home Ooh. so oh. the next time you tell that story is you were saving a baby from a burning building no my brother says it's the worst story ever i have to say i did it drag racing or you know yeah um, something boxing a kangaroo okay you broke your her arm running into a door no no uh, running into a door wall. did you not listen into Whoa. a wall i mean still how did are your bones okay? Do you have good bone density? <laughs> I do have good bone density. Yeah, it was just That's I think crazy. the angle and the momentum, <laughs> and oh. I, it was real. No, no. It, I, the reason I'm talking about it is because it could happen to anyone. And I went to the hospital, and they said we almost never see humerus breaks. You've just yeah. broken the worst bone in the body. And I'm like, oh, hooray! And like it was terrible. They didn't operate and put pins in. They gave me what's called a hanging Jeez. slab cast, which weighed five kilos, which is what ten or eleven pounds. Yeah. And I used gravity to set it oh, and it didn't set in the first 12 weeks. So I had to go in for another 12 weeks of cast. It was ah. just torture. So like, who put the box there? Awful. Can't even sit up from bed. I have to text, text Dave and say, can you just help me sit up please? And like, you know, oh, just a nightmare. Can't dress yourself. Can't do anything. So fortunately my job let me work from home for six months instead of like laying me off. But um, it was just a terrible time and I can't, and, and, Anyone could have had the kind of accident I had and just, it was just a bad set of circumstances. So Dave's on the list. All right. That's ironic, right? The humorous, but it was at least funny. (laughs) I have no idea how many times people have said that to me. Johnny, you're a loser. No, I'm pretty sure that's the first time you've heard it. That's the first time you've heard it. Probably the first time from an American. So that's a good point. Yeah, not even the first time from an American. (laughs) Not even the first American. First time today. First time today. Vietnamese. Uh, Yeah, how about first Vietnamese to tell you that? Yeah, there it is. I'll take it. I'll take it. A win's a win. Yeah. What was that? The first what? Vietnamese. Oh, the first Vietnamese to uh, tell you that. Why she's, she's, you know what she's thinking? Like, I don't think. Oh, there you go. First Vietnamese. <laughs> wow. Had to really narrow it down. <laughs> How about number? Okay. Who's number four on your list? Well, Dave was number four. So, oh, who's number four? Um, number five. I might just leave it at that. Because right. I feel that the Matildas fill out a lot of spaces. spaces. So they took like 26 spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, many, yeah. I'll name a couple more for you Guy Pierce, Tony Coletti, yeah, Sam Worthington. Yeah. Are the Jets weaving. from Australia? Who did you say? Sam Worthington. Uh, Sam Worthington. Yeah. No, not a fan of him. Uh, not a fan. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Oh, I like uh, Hugo Weaving. In fact, I went to see a play in Sydney and he was sitting next to me. Oh. So I texted an American friend and said, I'm sitting next to Elrond and Agent Smith. <laughs> Agent. Uh, What's his name? What's his name? Agent Smith? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Um, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher, yeah, she's married Isla to Fisher? um Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes, Eric Bana, Bana, Bana. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're, they're just actors and models. Try to go outside that. I mean, I could name some. Oh, actually, I know. I will say Dr. Anita Heiss, who is an author, but I who was at the conference I was at on the weekend. She is um an uh, First Nations Indigenous author who writes. Um, she's very inspirational, and she writes. Well, everything. She said, you know, she wanted to have um, Indigenous women in romance fiction and there wasn't any, so she wrote some. And then she wanted Indigenous children's stories and there weren't any, so she wrote some children's books. And she wanted to have Indigenous women represented in women's fiction and there weren't any, so she wrote that. She's got about, like, 30 books published in multiple genres, including fiction and nonfiction, because there were just 
there weren't any representing her and her people. So she just wrote them. I'm like, that's amazing. You're my hero. Oh, Al McPherson. Cool. Uh, somebody, Carlos. <laughs> You're just gonna, okay, yeah. The Jets. The, jet, the Jets are Australian? Yeah. yeah, they're from Newcastle. No way, really. I see. I did not know that. Yeah, they used to play at my uni. No way. Yeah, and they were they were a great brand, band, and then they just disintegrated, which totally sucked because they're phenomenal. So there you go. People, if you don't know you're Australians, you know quite a few now. Did everybody here watch our movie of the week? Yes. I mean, we are... A Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot. I think that's the only real star in that movie, right? It's Gal Gadot. Oh, no, there were a few others. Jamie Dor- yeah. Dorman, Doran, whatever his name is, the guy yeah. from Fifty Shades of Grey. I was like, who I know you from? And I'm like, oh, that. Yeah, Jamie Dornan. And also, yeah. um, Sophie, um, I kind of don't know how to say her surname, Okonodo, who was like, she I was I've never seen her before. Oh, haven't you? She was um, Sun Sanchi in Wheel of Time. She's been in a few other things I've seen lately. So let's jump into our review of Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot on Netflix. And we just spoke about Gal Gadot um, recently because, well, Laura is doubling as Gal Gadot and uh, the Gal Gadot diet, which only lasted a few days, but um, she's moved on. Seven seven days. Are you on to a new diet fad besides Gal Gadot? Are you just Please like don't talk about me anymore in my I'm diet? I'm just saying in general. I don't I mean, want to talk about it anymore. All right, so that means no. she's giving up. She's all oh, Gal Gadot. What will Gal Gadot do? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So as you know, Gal Gadot has been in the news lately um, for being Wonder Woman and not Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman again and then not again. So uh, yeah, we don't know, but we we know what we do know is she's not Wonder Woman. I don't know. And uh, now she has this movie on Netflix and. I guess it didn't do too well. Um, they saying not not a lot of viewers for this movie. So yeah, it's a spy thriller. A um, couple of twists thrown in there, and we will start with Johnny because Johnny's got it fresh on the mind. Johnny, what's your review for Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot on Netflix? Holy shit! This was the best movie I've seen in the last thirty years. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we're we're not talking about we're not talking about Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. <laughs> you need to <laughs> Are you sure we're talking about the right movie? Not a fan of this movie. Uh there were a lot of so she's a spy trying to be a spy, helping another spy. Like what what the shit was that all about? Like the <laughs> MI6 people were like, Oh, there's a, another secret organization. We're spies, but those are spy spies. Like I don't know, that was kind of stupid. Just it just started off. At this weird uh, ski resort, criminal ski resort. It was. It was a criminal ski. Resort. Like d- underneath, they're like doing bets on like uh, m- like murder operations, and then up top they're gambling. But then on the balcony, they're just having drinks and and partying and fucking. I don't know. It's just a weird place. Just the way that it started off, I I was afraid that the the direction that it was going because. Her friend was like Jarvis telling her where to go, what to do, the percentages of her succeeding, all that shit. Um, wasn't a fan of the nicknames. Like it was just like a, so she was a nine of hearts. And I'm just glad they picked like that deck of cards and not like Uno cards. So she's not like draw four or skip or. They shouldn't anyway. draw skip. They, they draw they four. Netflix should have draw skip. <laughs> draw skip. They should have skipped. There were a lot of things that uh-huh. just made me smile but not on purpose right like the car chase scene like she's being chased by like the spy another secret organization other than the charter and the they have like the worst budget because the the cars were like 1980 like bmws i, I get it like they're in maybe that's the cars of the time but like there was a scene where the car chase ended and the bad guy is in the back of a scooter and he like just taps a guy on the shoulder and they fucking drive away that's just not an evil henchman to me like just that's so many things is what it is maybe well, I mean, just, maybe he's just obeying know. maybe obeying the rules of the road like he's like, like a mission impossible like if that guy got on the back of somebody's scooter and said let's roll you would be like all right well i don't respect this guy as a a henchman so i mean overall it, it was all right it was better than her last movie the one with the rock and ryan reynolds 
That one was uh, really bad. This was that, one was... Was that Red Notice? Yes. I think it was, yeah. So it was better than that one. Overall, I'm going to give it a... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Because hey, they, yeah. they... they Gal Gadot is so goddamn pretty. And they just... Uh, they, they didn't take advantage of that. No, give me something. If, so, two and a half. We got a two and a half on the board so far. That's uh, Johnny's score, two and a half. Carlos, uh, what's your take on Heart of Stone, Netflix, Gal Gadot? I don't even know where to begin. This cinematic classic that I watched on Netflix. (laughs) Oh, man. At first, I was kind of intrigued. I'm like, okay, this is kind of different. The guy, like Johnny said, the Jarvis, the the lenses that she had on, whatever, gave her a path and all this stuff. It's kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of a video game, but just the overall plot of the movie was just Really dumb. And the percentage that he kept getting was from this AI, right? The heart is what was giving him the probabilities of success of their missions. But it just, I just wasn't buying it. I mean, I bought her as, I guess, as the spy, as a spy. It just didn't do well for me. The fight scenes were fine. I don't know. I really don't have anything too good to say about it, except for, like Johnny said, Gal Gadot was in it. Netflix... You gave us a two and a half star movie. Hmm. Was this better for you? Was this better than uh, Ghosted? Oh, good call. Is it better than Ghosted? No. If we reviewed poorly. No. Okay. Ghosted, I don't know. Anadarmus, a better femme fatale than Spy or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the end of that movie is stupid. All right. Uh, So we got two, two and a halfs on the board. We're going to go to. Philippa, you are up with your review of Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot on Netflix. Okay, so like I'm a big <laughs> spy fiction fan. I uh, cut my teeth on John le Carre, uh, and as I've mentioned on my podcast, I highly recommend the BBC version of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is um it's available on YouTube on the BBC channel. It has Sir Alec Guinness as the character that Gary Oldman plays in the terrible movie. So get in there and watch it. It's um, it's like it's actually made in the 1970s, so it's not like people role playing 1970s characters. Uh, I'm all over Spycraft. I read a lot of Len Dayton. I don't watch James Bond because I think they're garbage. But I, like I thought, I'd give this a fair go. It's garbage. Like the story makes no sense at all. Um, yeah, Gal Gadot's pretty. Um, I was watching it going, this is a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. They've ripped off Double um, Double Team. Um, with the secret spy organization, except that's on an island. Uh, can I just say how confusing it is that they have people? I kind of liked like the agents were all named after playing cards. Like that's cool, and the different teams. But then to have the magic widget named the heart when you've got an entire suit of hearts was really confusing. Could they not come up with a better name than that? Like they kept getting like we've got the king of hearts, we've got the heart. I'm like, is that the same thing? No, it's Joker, a computer. Whatever. Joker or something. You're right. Yeah, like whatever. Confusing. The well, dealer just have had it named nothing to do with a pack of cards, like a goldfish. Why are you naming a magic widget the same as one? Awesome. Sorry, they could have <laughs> called it goldfish, yeah, they could have called it anything, but having it named after one quarter of your characters was ridiculous. And also, the, the 60 50 Shades of Grey guy, once you get his backstory and the reason for his motivation, which was really pathetic. There's no way he would have been put back in the field after the operation that went bad. And that just annoyed the shit out of me because, like, why pretend? Like, is that the best you could come up with? No, that's a good point. But I, I, from what I gathered from the movie, everyone thought he was dead, right? Like, so. And my six didn't? They knew that he was alive? No, but like, the heart knows everything, right? The heart infiltrates mi6 and they didn't know that he was alive again no the heart doesn't brief mi6 mi6 doesn't know about the heart see that that i mean because the heart was this all-knowing thing and uh, has the percentages on everything it just didn't recognize him Uh, it didn't it um, makes no sense that's the thing that annoys me i didn't like that it wasn't even internally consistent with its own rules right (laughs) um but if you want to see a good spy story, check out Slow Horses on Apple+. Plus. Um, it's got Gary Oldman in it, and it's about a series of bird spies, you know, the ones who've oh, screwed up their missions. And this. they're s- Slow Horses, yeah. 
Yeah. I started to watch this. I watched like two or three episodes. My husband wasn't interested, but I was interested. I wanted to go back. That's that's about agents whose operations have blown up for whatever reason. Sometimes it's their fault, sometimes it's not. And they're put in this like house to work on paperwork and and missions and trailing that doesn't matter very much. And that's what Jamie Dornan's character would have been doing, right? If he'd been in an operation that went bad. He would not have been in a, you know, top European team, you know, immediately. It makes no sense in terms within its genre. It makes no sense internally with its own story. And that just annoys me. It's just lazy writing. And basically it was held together by action scenes. And and look, this is probably just me, but every single action scene went on too long. I'm like, I'm over it now. Are they still going? Well, they're still going. Oh, it's still going. Oh, can we just move on with the story now? Because I'm bored. Oh, she's still going down the cable car. Oh, she's still on a mud. Oh, God. Can I I fast forward? All right, I'll fast forward it now. Yeah, because they didn't have a story to go back exactly. to. No, they oh, didn't yeah, have a story to go back to, and that's, that's why every yeah. single action scene was twice as long as it needed to be. And you know, and I'm speaking as a white person, but I just got annoyed how every single person of color just died. Yeah, well, um, you know, all the Asian well, women died really quickly. Johnny, how do you feel? That's true. Anyway, what um, what other what other women of color died? Uh, well, oh, sorry, sorry, the the Asian woman at the start, and no, sorry, not woman, B.D. Wong, who I love, and he died. That was outrageous. Oh, King of Clubs. King oh, of Clubs. The, was... they they did get rid of all the the Asians, but then like the Indian girl was left, so some people call them Asians. Uh, yeah, that no, is no, true. In Australia, but they're not. No, Southeast not Asians. Asians. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not Asians. Come on, that's not that crazy. I, I agree. But that's yeah, they they did really did that. That's you gotta stop Asian hate. It's about time. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what? But it's, it's just it was really <laughs> obvious as well. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so what's your what's your final score? Oh. Two. All right, we got a two, two and a half, and a two and a half, and we have a Laura. So we got Laura. What's your take on Heart of Stone? Netflix, Gal Gadot. This is it started. I was like, this is lowest common denominator bullshit. As I started watching it, I was like, you know, I have enough of this in my life. This generic, you know, no real story, no real teeth, no anything, and they're just streaming services are just cranking this shit out and i get it i bet it's easy to make and i bet it's fun to make and opposed to stupid shit i mean mission impossible it's not a great gritty spy drama it's pure popcorn okay but at least it's earned its pure popcorn status for the last 20 years and so this comes out and I'm just like, I, I have enough of this franchise shit. I have enough of this popcorn bullshit. I don't need more. And yet here I am watching it. And it's just, I mean, to reiterate what everybody said, it's just fucking bad. Like the story doesn't make any sense. She's a spy within a spy. They're betting on armed conflicts in the basement of this evil ski resort. It's just stupid. And it was funny, the the group, the the spy group of MI6, who acted like a bunch of teenagers, by the way, they're like laughing and dancing and somebody's flirting with somebody. And, and I'm just like, what am I, what the fuck am I watching? And he's like, oh, the charter. It sounds like a Saturday morning cartoon. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It does. This plot is fucking stupid. And then the heart, the AI, this omnipresent AI, apparently it's dumb because like, Philippa said it um, didn't even know that what his name was a bad guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you totally missed out on that, you omnipresent, you know, genius. Not as smart as Mission Impossible AI at all. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about it, like, even before they talked about it, I was like, this is fucking creepy if you think about it for five seconds. This gross, creepy nerd is in the middle of this omnipresent ai and the only way it's able to do that is by hacking into every phone every data point everything ever and i was like apparently the charter doesn't give a shit about privacy data or anything like that because it's clearly doing this all illegally and then they get into this thing is like well i'm taking a buzz it's so good and they're not doing anything about it it's just so dumb and a lot of talk about the ends justify the means and greater good and all this stuff and i'm just like this is gross and I don't enjoy it. And it was way too long. It did not need to be two hours. I don't know hmm. why it went this long. And um, yeah, it was boring. It was stupid. Two, two, uh, two stars. And I'm giving it two stars because of exactly the reason why Johnny said 
Gal Gadot is gorgeous. And they didn't put her in a teeny tiny bikini and flaunt her and put her in, you know, some slinky dress and have her seduce someone. So that's why it gets two stars instead of one. 100% agree with you, Laura. Like when I watch a movie with Angela White and like she's not doing what she's made to do. like mm-hmm. it Made really to bothered. do. First of all, made to do. No, no. <laughs> it's. It, no, you're what? saying for the opposite. I'm giving it more stars because I like it when things turn against type. I don't like when things are predictable and she is not doing oh, what I is see. expected I... of her in her slinky dresses. No, but you're I, right. Johnny I didn't, also I didn't likes... realize that you're dead to me now. So <laughs> Johnny also likes when when uh, Miss White does unpredictable stuff. You know, no. No, but she, she, her would... next video is going to be her reading a book. That's what, uh, uh, her next. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. If you want to see a be. secret spy organization, organization on an island, um, fighting counter uh, terrorist um, organ- uh, attacks around the world, check out the Jean Claude Van Damme movie Double Team. It's actually better, and it won three <laughs> raspberries. So, I mean, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. I'm, That's the I'm, one that has the infamous scene where he protects himself from an explosion with a Pepsi vending machine, as he should. And yeah, I think absolutely. that's also the one. I think that's also the one where his. His twin is like black silk underwear and then whatever. Like that's her. double impact. I, I think th- the double impact. I There's think that's two double doubles? impact. Is double You're take with your... Dennis Rodman? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's double trouble. I've, yeah, I've watched Rodman. a lot of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Yeah, I've seen just about, just about all of them. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, but Double Team is the one that the, I think the girlfriend had the butterfly tattoo. Uh, okay. Yeah. This movie is horrible. Even Gal Gadot can save it. Proves that Gal Gadot does not have actual star power, to be honest. She just doesn't. Her her starring her only real star power role she's playing a you know a beloved comic book character right so I think if this anybody is just was a shit writing and shit movie I mean no no okay, no she sorry. couldn't save it she's not a good actress and she's she's not a good number one she's not a good actress number two this movie made her look every bit of a thirty year old mom I mean she was not like very attractive in this movie she just kind of you know, she just she looked kind of. I don't bland. know about that. Yeah, my words. I think she looks fucking amazing, and the she only difference we're seeing yeah. is nah. just she's not in a little That's... teeny tiny outfit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's They're... not right. covered with makeup mm-hmm. and like CGI airbrush. Just CGI kind of thing. What? what? Or well, digitally airbrush. You can't, you do not tell me that in Wonder Woman that they you did not tell touch me up it her takes face. this much to make her look pretty. Absolutely, I think she's able. They digitally enhance her in the Marvel movies. In, 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 Absolutely, and she looks amazing. And but she's gorgeous here too. She's a beautiful woman. You know Shut what I think it mouth. is? I think it's the bangs that that did it in for me. Like uh, because Nobody even likes bangs, the, really, the, the, truly, the last they don't. the the last scene, she's in a. a form-fitting dress everything else was gorgeous and then the the, the, the bangs. bangs came out and she looked like new girl she, yeah she did <laughs> she looked like uh zoe de chanel it just wasn't a good movie whatsoever it just it's just she was looked horrible. great in that one piece that black one piece because her legs were never ending I'm like god damn girl i mean johnny legs said this is better than days. red notice this is not better than red notice fucking not even close I didn't red. say it was better than Red Notice. Yeah, you did. did. Yeah, you did no. say it's better than Red Notice. You said yes, this was better than her last. You one said this was better than her last movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like, did what? I say that? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Do I need to go back to the transcripts? Do I need to? Yeah, yeah. That movie was ten no. times better than this. I mean, I'll be honest. I can't name ten very, times. very many good Gal Gadot movies. Two times, I just, maybe. I can't name very many good Gal. I mean, somebody name at least two good Gal Gadot movies. Wonder Woman. Or she's like the star of the movie. I honestly don't even know what she's in. Other than and Wonder Woman. Woman. If you watch so it you, twice. So you watch it twice? Yeah. 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 I mean, she's been in I'm Fast like... and Furious. She's been in, uh, was it Death on the Nile? Oh, yeah. I did like that. She was good in that. Was, Everyone no, was good in that. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Wasn't she like the body? Yeah, but she was good before she was the body. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't die, did she? Yeah, die? she dies. Yes, he was the one who died. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, you can't name much with her that you're like. Oh, I have to go out and see this movie. Like, Outside she's not... Wonder Woman, no. Because even in Batman versus Superman, she was good in that. Yeah, yeah. It's just again, I think it was the spectacle of us seeing Wonder Woman and going, "Oh wow, that's what Wonder Woman looks like." All right. 
And again, no, she's not really that good of an actress and she can't carry a film. She just, yeah, no. Anyway, or to it's me, just the, a shit movie. The movie's really just a 1.5. It's not a good movie. I mean, I was bored most of it. Like, like, oh my God, where is this crap going? Like, this is really shitty. Yeah, no, the storyline's dumb. Like Johnny said, a spy versus a spy that hasn't that knows another spy. And you're like, ugh, like, get out of here, Netflix. You make bad movies. And they do make bad movies also. Truly. Yeah, they make bad movies. And this is actually like again, one of their so-called blockbusters that people Netflix has said that nobody's watching. And now again, are they not watching it because it's Gal Gadot? Or are they not watching it because the premise? Like I'm not watching it because it's not fucking good. <laughs> no, no, but but that's just it. How would you know if you haven't watched it? Is what I'm saying. What's making you? What's making people not watch it? I mean, I imagine that it's not um well reviewed, and I mean, I haven't watched the trailer, but I imagine that the trailer probably telegraphs how fucking bad it is. Well, the other thing too is is Netflix even being transparent about their numbers because that's part of the reason of the actors' strike. Because streaming services are not transparent about their numbers. And so yeah. who knows who's really watching and who's not watching? Because they could say it was a big hit. It was huge. Made all kinds of subscribers. But they're going to say it it failed. Because then they got to pay more money if well, this actor strike wins. Sure if they win. but, but then you get things like the um like the Glass Onion movie, which I think did do well. Uh, it did do well, yes. Um, and... And people know that it did well and a lot of people watched it and there was a lot of buzz about it and people are talking about it. So if people watch it, they talk about it. We're talking, and yes, talking about this movie yes. and it's crap. Yes. And and the other thing also, as you stated, and I completely forgot what you said. So I'm just going to oh, make this who, up. Oh, me? Or who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I agree with what you said, but I don't remember what you said. I don't remember what Anyway, well, the reviews the king of misinformation. <laughs> the, so. the reviews of this movie <laughs> on Heart of, Heart of Stone is a 29% on Rotten Tomato. You know, here's the here's the consensus. Gal Gadot remains an entertaining action star, but she's no match for the Heart of Stone, thinly written characters, generic plot, and role set pieces. Are people now watching it because it's a Gal Gadot movie? Are they not like, eh, I don't care if she's in it. Like, she's not a big enough That's the only reason I watched it. The only reason I watched it. The was only reason I watched that it. That would well. be the only reason that I would have watched it was because she was in it. I don't think that Gal Gadot turns anybody off. I think the terribleness of the movie. See, I watched it for her, but about thirty minutes in, I was like, "Why am I watching this trash?" Like, it's better again, than the again. Outlaws. Well, same. And again, because she can't, she couldn't even save it. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Like. She, that's and that's what that's what I mean. She can't save a movie, even if it sucks. You're like, oof, oof, like you're harshing on Gal Gadot oof, a lot. I mean, do you have some oof. like issues you need I to do. work out with I Gal? Do. Because I it's mean, because listen, I'm gonna let you know the truth. I tried her diet for three days. She's a lying <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I didn't know she liked pizza and ice cream. Gal, what are you doing? <laughs> you found the Gado. wrong gal. Karen Gadot. Yeah. Yeah. Karen Gadot. <laughs> But I was just having a look at her movie history. She hasn't made a lot of movies. Most she of them really were either Fast and Furious or superhero movies. She may not be able to judge a good script. Yeah. That's true. That's a good Her point. agent may have said, here's a good action movie. It's a spy thriller. I mean, I'm some great gonna... action scenes. And they, the action scenes were pretty good if they weren't so long. I'm going to say you know... that she's probably just not getting the role she goes for for good scripts. Because, again, not a great actress. I don't think it's her acting ability. I think, I think her acting yeah. ability is okay. I yeah, mean, she's quite not fine. Kate I Blanchett, think... but there's plenty ah, there of... Go. She's not Kate Blanchett. Correct. That's but a Nazi the... shout out. But I think it's I also say, her... I saw Kate Blanchett live, and I was mm-hmm. in the front row on stage. It was, she's amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's right. She ain't no Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Carlos? But there's a lot of scope between Kate Blanchett and Rock Bottom, and she's she's not terrible. She's okay. But, but you need to have a, a good script that showcases what she can do and that script was not it i mean let's be honest she got the movie because the producer wanted her to star in the movie she was gonna do it anyway because they told her hey this is your movie netflix already picked it up you're gonna be the star of this movie and at that yeah, point and you're she like was capable I'm of doing the stunt work herself like i'm good let's do it i mean i'm the star of the movie i'm not gonna say no to that I would. Yes, I would. Oh, yeah. I'd say no to... Oh, my God. I'd be like, well, what are you stupid? What I was going to say is it's not her acting ability. I think she uh-huh. can act just fine. I'm not yeah. saying she's an Oscar-winning actress, but yeah. she can act just fine. 
I think what's holding her back, unfortunately, it's because of is her accent. It's her accent that doesn't give her the roles that she may be going for. I mean, if you put, unfortunately, this role worked for her because she's supposed to be like an international spy, right? But I think that's what holds her back is her accent, not her. Can she not do other accents? No, she can't do accents. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard her without her accent. Because she can speak about five languages, so presumably she fluently I understand. So presumably she can do a possible French and German and whatever accent. But she can't do the American, American accent. accent. Oh, she anyone can. can do an American accent. No, no, she can't. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I can do an American accent. I can do different American accents. I can do a Southern accent because I've listened to um, that movie with Jodie Foster Maver- um, and Mel Gibson. Is that fast? I think no, that's I'm not You sound like an Australian dude or Western dude. I actually have to listen to the movie again. But the one with Jodie Foster and Mel Gibson set in the... Oh, you're talking about... No, that's Maverick. That's the wrong one. No, but his character's name was Maverick. He was the card player. Yeah, oh, it is Maverick. No, it, yeah. is Maverick. Maverick. it is Maverick. Yeah. It is it's Maverick. Called Maverick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. listen to that and copy Jodie Foster. But I can, I can do a range of it. I don't it, know. Um, Philippa, you, I don't when know. you do the accent, you sound like a Philippa. Like Wiz Philippa. <laughs> you, you sound like Wiz Philippa. I, I, yeah. I didn't see, I didn't hear an American. You know what it is? It's because you have to give her time to get in the mode. Yeah, no, you got to get, get in character. character. You got to get in character. So you, you get in character because yeah. Carlos is going to do an Australian accent also. Um, yeah, well, Carlos can try yeah, an yeah. Australian yeah, accent. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen because uh, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty that good. is pretty good. And that's not We're bad. We're all going to embarrass ourselves yeah. trying to do accents. Yeah. Okay, hold well, on. Okay. No, hold on. It's going to get a little racist. Yeah, Laura, you're going to do an accent too. You can pick the one you want. It doesn't have to be Australian. All right. All right. So, um, so everybody ready? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Does oh, you ha- go can first, I do a then, Southern American accent? You go first. No, American accent doesn't count. No, okay. you can't let Lafayette right. go first. He's yeah, we'll start off first. super racist. I am. You know that already. Okay, Johnny, you take your time. You think about what you want. All right, what you want to do. All right, I already know what you're gonna do. It's okay. Um, all right, um, Philippa, you are number one American accent. <laughs> we are ready. Uh, well, it depends on what you want to hear. It doesn't know? matter. You can pick. I... Yeah, pick any anything you want to do. Oh, well, I already am, you know, I'm not doing the Barbie accent because that's like really in your face, but, uh, I had a friend from California and I used to spend a lot of time with her and we used to copy each other's accents all the time. So, um, see if I can just, you know, switch to her a little bit. You're and... doing okay. I could definitely hear it. I can still hear the Australian, but I mean, I can hear a difference. <laughs> it was better. It was better better well it's because I, I wasn't actually i was just mucking around the first time because uh, I, I was trying to copy laura because i don't know what your accent is but yours is further back classic oh. midwestern okay johnny you're up <laughs> this is gonna be good man go ahead uh, I, uh-huh. I don't know what to uh to do but my filipino friends they tell me that uh, when i do this accent they i sound like their uh, their uncle uh-huh. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I talk to the Filipinos like this, and we yes, do lumpia together, uh-huh. and uh, yep, yep. And then uh, my little cousin goes, "Oi, sit, oi!" It's like a Joe Coy impression or something. Ah, that was yes. fantastic. That definitely was Filipino. Yeah, I know a lot of Filipinos. Oh, Filipino. Laura, go ahead. Anything you want to do? And you're like, God damn it! It's accents. You what? I'm going to try. Something oh. kind of Russian, Eastern oh. European. I don't know. I'm not good. All right, Laura, don't take offense to this. Please don't take offense to this. <laughs> but oh you, God, if I sent you something to read, could you just record it for me and just I'll do what with it what I want. <laughs> I mean, you pay. I I don't care. Does it have to be that Russian you, accent? You, you pay. No, no, no. It does. It, it does. does. So, oh. Yeah. Uh, I will wow. give you lots of I rubles. send you my Venmo. Rubles. Oh my! I send you Venmo. Venmo. No, remember you're it's it's a Cash App I think over there or WhatsApp. Cash App. Also, sorry, you cash, got the WhatsApp. I have WhatsApp. I, you, I I send you Cash App. You send me script. I'll do it. I make magic. <laughs> That's what you say. I make magic. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll give you my ATM my pin number right now. It's <laughs> one right two three yes. four. And yeah. by the way, yes. if you look on the. Uh, uh, the Heart of Stone movie. Uh-huh. I think when she's uh, she's on the blimp, 
her the passcode to get in yeah, was yeah. one, two, three, four. Was it? That's I, I'm pretty sure it was the same as my ATM. Uh, gal. So, gal. All right, Carlos. I see you drinking water. He must have something ready. All right, he's ready. I'm not drinking water. Okay, what are you drinking? I thought you were going to do like a, a fish thing. Like a dolphin or something. <laughs> like a noise. Just make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whale. Southeast of Florida. Whale. I like how southeast of Florida, like the particular part <laughs> part of Florida. They have different accents. It's a red whale. Part. <laughs> uh no, no accent. All right. Mm. Well, I think we got it. No, we got anything. Count my up. You're, you're waiting for you to do an accent. Oh, I just did it. I'm, I'm already offended. Do? What yeah. was it? That, that, the, the guy who avoids accents. I did that accent. Here's the thing, too. Oh, the guy out. that avoids Stop accents. Out. Yeah. This is the guy that wanted to do a show with everybody doing an accent the entire show. And then when I brought it that up, he's like, so fucked. He's, yeah, he was like, we're not doing that show. I was I like, you the one who to, said that? I didn't say you that. You came up with it. So we're doing the accent show. I, I know. Like, well, you got to prep for it. You got to be ready for it. You can't just, uh, you know. Oh, okay. You just throw it in. Throw it in. I just want to know if you were to do the accent show, what accent would you do? For the show? Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, understand the premise of the show is this. You put a, a basically a wheel of accents, but it doesn't have to be. Oh. It could be like. Like Jimmy I'm telling me it was like surprise yeah, Austra- accents. No, no, no. Australian accent. Uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Stallone, oh, something like that, and then you. Gotcha. Everybody gets a chance to spin the wheel, and whenever they land down, that's what they got to do. Oh, that's even harder there... for sure. Johnny, what did you learn about Australia? Angela White. All right. And <laughs> uh, on a different episode when we you talked about my podcast before, because you know we've done a thing, and I, it was I listened to it, and you said I thought you said Mudgy. I think you actually said something, something about Jumanji. And I was like, oh, he knows about our white wine country. <laughs> so I thought you were, I misheard you. I thought you said Mudgees. It was only when I went uh, back. Lafayette, Lafayette is notorious for mispronouncing shit and uh, <laughs> getting lazy with his speech. It's funny because he doesn't drink, but he sounds drunk. So yeah, she's talking about you. Are you not understanding? No, pretty, I think it was, I think, I think it was Johnny. Yeah. And, uh, she, <laughs> I think you were talking about the movie Jumanji, Jumanji. but I thought you said Mudgee. Yeah. Jumanji. But no, but I thought it was funny because I misheard it and that was my mistake. And I was talking about that and I'm like, I think, I think you said Jumanji. And I went, oh no, it's Mudgee. And I thought you were talking about our nice wine growing region. No, he knows <laughs> nothing about Australia. He does. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. He's an idiot. Um, Carlos, what did you learn about Australia? That they have deadly creatures. Yeah, we already knew that, though. You it's already knew that, right? right? Shit, yeah, you're fucking lazy. Yeah, but that was all just myth until you actually hear it from the horse's mouth. Ah, so you have to hear it from an Aussie yeah. to really get it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, oh I you also what? learned that Russell Crowe is not Australian. That son of a bitch is a liar. How about you, Laura? What would you learn about Australia? Was that supposed to be an Australian accent? No, it's not an Australian accent. Just talk like this all the time. It's not even, it is a little bit Irish, yeah. Uh, what did I learn about Australia? I learned that it's a land of oh, good Lord. We know it's smart women with smart podcasts. Why you're so lame? Oh, that was pretty good. That was you good a, job. You threw out a compliment, and I went the porn route. So <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Wow. You're you're the classic class. Johnny. You're like the how, classy yeah. one. Yeah, Johnny gets all dirty, but he knows about Jumanji apparently. I do so, know about the wine country. Oh, Vegemite. Is that like a thing you guys all eat? Like, yeah, yeah. It's what a, the fuck it's is a, a Vegemite? You, you don't know what Vegemite It's a spread. Yeah. Like malted it's, it's... yeast or something? It it's sounds... not malt. It's, it's a yeast ex- extract. Yeast um, extract. And it's really nice on toast and it goes in like gravies and, and stews and things like that. What would you compare it to? Like, if, if you had to say it tastes like this, because people that I know, what I ask beer. them, like what? Stale beer. Stale beer, fermented like over. Oh, it's it's. I think it was made from like leftover beer vats. I think originally. Oh really? Just that like scraped out the vat. And we're like, yeah, let's eat this. Um, like, it's look. Yeah. It, it was certainly a depression food because it's got lots of vitamin B, and so they marketed it as how to get your vitamins, and you just put it on bread or whatever. And it started in the nineteen twenties. So the it's the equivalent of like marmite in England, and um, but you don't you can't spread it thickly because it's a really strong taste. So you just put it with some butter and it's great on hot buttered toast because so it you melts. You gotta in basically and, put another flavor in there because like it's a little harsh. Yeah, it's quite strong. Yeah, that's what I've um, heard. It's very strong. Yeah. So it's like we 
that's like we order avocado toast. You guys order beer toast, basically. Vegemite Americans toast, can you who put an try Vegemite it? often make the mistake of spreading it thick like peanut butter. Don't do that. Mm. You hear that, everyone? Don't spread your Vegemite too thick. No. Uh, Philippa, I'm looking on Amazon right now, and there's uh, do something it. called Shapes. It's a Vegemite cheese. Is that any good? Are they biscuits, right? Uh, yes. Well, yes. Yeah, so we call biscuits like what you, what you crackers cookies. or sweet. What do you call cookies? Oh, It's more of a cracker. It's a cracker. Yeah. Biscuits are crackers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that biscuits for Is it yeah, any what, good? What you call biscuits, we call scones. Ah, yes. Scones. Yes. 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 Johnny's looking to order something. That's why he's like asking. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't just... want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get a whole jar. Just no, go get a whole to World jar. Market. You don't have to order from Amazon. That's right. Go to World, World Market. Market. You got Vegemite. It's going to be the um, same yep. price. I, I, I have Vegemite shape. shapes. I'm pretty fond of them. Okay. Veg. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's an Australian thing. People don't know. I mean, that is like, that is their thing, Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. 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 See? Vegemite. So everybody should try it's, it. It's, look, it's salty and it's, you know, uh, Americans say it tastes like beer. I don't drink beer, so I don't know, but I I do like Vegemite. Johnny will let us know. He drinks a lot of beer. So. True story. If you're going to try it? something, try a Tim Tam. Tim Tam. What the fuck is a Tim Tam? Tim Tam. Like with chocolate, with chocolate cream in the middle and chocolate coating. Tim Tam. Tim and Tam. if you have a Tim Tam slam, you bite the end off each end, and then you start coffee or hot chocolate through it quickly before it dissolves. I like, so, I, I, I like the name of it. Like, uh, Tim Tam slam. I mean, so basically what you're doing now is you're anything you say next, he's going to buy it on Amazon. That's his instinct. Uh, so if you just Team keep Tams going. Are sold in some stores. They in are. The no, US they have them here. Some people yeah. who I do gaming with online do. Yeah, Tim Tams here. Jemmy yeah. Dolgers. Do you have Jemmy Dolgers? There you know I what, go. Laura? Say it again as your Russian, Laura. Okay. I want you to. I basically ask. Well, the that's clerk, hard because I have ask, my Irish accent to say Jamie Dolgers. That's how the, I get my Irish accent is by saying Jamie Dolgers. No, it no. Gets ask, me a, a kind of your gas, your gas, so funny. Now you remember, you're gonna ask the clerk what which aisle is the Demi Dolgers on? Jamie Dolgers. Okay, I'm just avoiding it now. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh huh. Come on. Excuse me, Jamie Jamie Dolgers. Do you have uh, Jamie Dolgers? What okay, aisle? I mean, no. That was Johnny, bad. That was Johnny. Good. No, 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 no. Johnny, Johnny, tell us. Yeah, catch up. Yeah, Johnny, say it in the Philippines. <laughs> he even was like, mm, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I didn't go from six to midnight, but I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you sick bastard, yay! <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's our show, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, Nurse Talking the podcast. And as we go around the horn for Laura, goodbye. Oh, there it is. Well, there, there it is. is. There it is. Oh, my. Well, Johnny, cash out for sure. <laughs> cash out for sure. Wow, you hit him hard with that one. For Carlos. Bye-bye. For Johnny. I need a smoke. <laughs> oh, you are the worst, Johnny. For Philippa. Thanks for having me. You can listen to Podculture Oz on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you can stream it on our website, which is podcultureoz.com. And it's been great to have you guys. And I'm still, if I can ever get my co-host back in the same room as me, um, want to do like a collab with you guys. We just have to pick a topic. Maybe we can bitch about Marvel again. Oh, yeah. No, we love to talk about all that Marvel crap all the time yeah so uh, in fact, when we had our superhero episode out you had um a comic friend of yours on i can't remember his name oh yes who... elliot fernandez yeah that was like same week as we released it else i'm like oh this is like a, a kindred spirit meaning of the mind but that's all just bitch about superheroes so that was oh fun. yes that's the best plus the newest stuff kind of sucks so there you go now, that's our show everyone thanks for tuning in the nerds talking the podcast we'll catch you next time see you later Thank you.